When we talk about the spirit of deception itself, we cannot go farther without mentioning Leviathan. Leviathan is depicted as a marine snake spirit. The Bible calls him the Python spirit. The Bible calls him the Python spirit that was casted down from heaven after the altercation between him and the Supreme God. The Leviathan spirit is the spirit in charge of deception and false statements, also known as the half-truth. This spirit of darkness works in partnership with various demonic spirits, such as lust, pride, envy, sloth, gluttony, etc., to keep men from reaching their God, given destines, and fulfilling their purpose on earth, often manifested in various ways such as entrapment of careers, stagnancy of the mind in identifying your true identity and walking in it, also wrong marriages with the wrong spouse, breakups, and divorce. Also, Leviathan creates hatred and bitterness between family members, which leads to unforgiveness amongst siblings or even parents. Leviathan's job is so important in the kingdom of darkness that he's literally one of the rulers of darkness. He often derives pleasure seeing people in chaos, anguish, bitterness, anxiety, and ultimately staying with such mindset and making such one's reality is much more important to him than causing the problem itself. To be more specific, Leviathan prefers a being living with the spirit of unforgiveness and bitterness towards their sibling, children, co-worker, neighbor, or even their spouse even unto their last day. That is how he gets souls trapped in his kingdom. The Bible says we should love and forgive one another. Doing so, our Father who's in heaven forgives our sins. So when we contradict the instructions of God, we begin to backslide or more so ever fall from grace. Do you know when we gradually indulge in wicked and sinful ways, we begin to lose the vital essence of our soul? Why do you think many people never bother to change their wicked ways despite their ignorance acknowledging the gospel? Why do you think our enemies constantly send attacks our way, knowing that what they're doing is wrong and it's against the will of God? They neglect the very essence of love, compassion, and kindness only to get consumed with hate, bitterness, and wickedness. Therefore, thinking of malicious ways, they could take advantage of their victims even if it cost them taking the life of such individual. Let's be honest with ourselves. We all have conscience, and we know what is right and what's wrong. We know fully well and could certainly differentiate between good actions and evil actions. The factual facts of this message is that many people allow bitterness, anger, and hatred consume them so much that they live the rest of their lives with a dead conscience. Like, can we be real with one another? Anyone who can take the life of another being is definitely conscienceless, being with cold heart. A being who loves seeing people in pain and misery with no compassion or whatsoever. When a being gets to this point where they've sold their lives to the devil, they become loyal workers of the enemy. And like we all know, the devil always has a price if one wants his blessings. Let's take, for example, a spiritual assassin who loves to eliminate lives and sacrifice them to the devil in other to get his blessings or rewards. These blood sacrifices is an important factor in the kingdom of darkness. Like in other to stay on course, you must provide what they ask of you. And when one fulfills such, he or she gets rewarded greatly. More so often, monetarily, more power and fame or otherwise. 
But believe me, the end result isn't always so nice. What many don't know is you literally can't keep up with the devil or become a very loyal servant to a point that you're so loved by him. The very honest truth is, the devil hates humans, so he vowed to destroy and disconnect them from the creator of all things. Imagine the bitterness one held against God that he was casted down from heaven. And even up till this day, he haven't forgiven himself not to even talk of seeking the Most High's forgiveness. So imagine someone with such level of pride and arrogance ultimately led him to making a vow to himself to destroy that which God has created. His focus is highly on God's most loved creation, and that is none other than man. So imagine when one helps him with his job, therefore eliminating the life of another man, makes his job much more easier. Do you think being his servant makes you not worthy of his wrath? Or do you think you're not also amongst those he hates? The blind truth behind serving the devil is that you're bound to him and your soul's his to feed on someday. Because you can't keep up with his pace, he has a limited time to do his job. One grows in age, and they become more weaker than they were 20 years ago. So the more you age, the less valuable person you become. Because he needs more souls, and he needs them fast, including yours too. You're not exempted from him. You can't dwell in darkness and go to heaven when you die. You definitely go where your master resides and enjoy the punishments he's been getting since the beginning of time. Till the end of time. Till the end of time. Another point is the issue of lustrous sexual desires one could be dealing with. I know many people wants to have sex because it feels good, or maybe the pleasure's different. The issue of sexual immorality is highly glorified in our societies today. Many's made it a habitual thing to dwell in, whereas others have an ideal explanation why they love sex. Now, I'm not here to judge anyone or anything thereof. Rather, I'm here to tell you the truth. I'd rather call a spade for what it is, rather than giving a reason why I should twist calling a spade a spade. We know that sexual immorality, indulgence, and habitual lustrous desires toward sex is a sin before God. I know many don't believe in God, and I know it's a thing of choice to do, but I want you to understand that your choice to believe or not doesn't change the truth of whom he is cosmically. Your choice to believe in God or not doesn't change the fact that someone designed the sun and moon and separated the day and night, also scheduling how they rise and fall each day. Or maybe you choosing not to believe in God can stop the sun from rising in the morning. Maybe not. Do many people really think the devil loves knowing that he's been cursed by God? Do you think he's having fun bound to chains and on the very last day? The Bible says he'd be thrown into the lake of fire for eternity. Do you know what that means? He'd forever be tormented and he'd never see the light again or even to roam about the earth to and fro anymore. Why do you think he's always looking for whom to devour? Because he doesn't want to enjoy his punishment alone. He wants many people who will fall for his traps and deception to also party with him as they'll be tormented for eternity. I believe you'd not want to experience such. That is why God's infinite compassion towards us has ultimately been our saving grace. I'd want to share them with you. Let's discuss the various possibilities one can experience God's saving grace, 
And how can one be saved from the spirit of Leviathan? True Repentance Do you know that we can live without getting to sacrifice blood and flesh for blessings? Yes, you heard me right. When we decide to make God our personal Lord and Savior, we're obligated to serve. Our service to God is our declaration and oath of loyalty to God. Therefore, making it our priority to exhibit godly behavior towards one another. Now, I know that this may sound good or easy. One must know that it actually feels different. Instead of having to hate, kill one another, or dwelling with bitterness, envy, and hatred towards others, we're obligated to love, be kind, compassionate, patient towards one another. The kind of repentance I'm talking about isn't something that we should be two-faced on. I know it could be difficult, but when one decides to genuinely surrender, God steps in and help you. Repentance isn't all rosy, and I say this because I also have been there so I know how it feels. I'm 25-year-old, and to be honest, I really had a not-so-pleasing childhood life until I met Jesus. Surrendering to repentance was difficult for me, but was worth it. I know for sure how many times I rejected the gospel from my heart. I'd only identify myself as a Christian believer, but not a true believer. I dealt with backsliding. Hence, I tried running away from my destiny because I felt wasn't ready, want to be seen as a prophet. I was very concerned about the validations and opinions of others because I felt I wasn't worthy to serve God. I know many might be so quick to judge me, but how then do you expect a young man like me who was addicted to the drugging and sexing as a means to numb the pain I was feeling? I love the sex thing, and I found pornography and masturbation best friends because I was scared of ever falling in love after several betrayals from lovers, family members, and friends that I genuinely loved and supported, but never got any in return. I was broken and guilty because I did a lot of scams and frauds. So how then can one tell me that I'd someday become saved and forgiven after all I've done? It's surprising, right? What you just heard was my true life experiences. And I'm not ashamed or guilty of that because I found a friend in Christ Jesus who was there for me, forgave me, accepted me, healed every broken part of me, strengthening me whenever I'm weak. He fought my battles for me and stopped the way against those seeking for my soul. I'm not talking about an ordinary friend, rather an extraordinary friend that never left when everyone else did. This friend isn't just a friend. He's more than a friend. He's everything you can think of and more. The truth is, everyone has a past and everyone has a story. Some of them we aren't so proud of because of what we've experienced. But let's be genuinely honest with one another. Our past mistakes or our sins isn't a valid reason to run away from God. Remember the story of the prodigal son, how he left home only to rediscover that there's no fulfillment in what he thought he wanted for himself. He suddenly realized himself and returned home. But guess what? His father welcomed him, forgave him, and prepared a feast to celebrate his return. In the same way, you and I can relate with the story of the prodigal son because we've all sinned against God. But when we truly decide to come home, God never uses our past against us. He welcomes us with open arms and he loves us unconditionally. We only feel guilt and ashamed because the enemy wants to keep us back from God. 
so he makes us feel unworthy of God's saving grace. For if this was so, you'd not be seeing this right now. I wouldn't be doing this right now. I would have been stuck and bound to the devil, the drugs and sex. But believe me, there's no true fulfillment in that. I may not know your story so well, but I definitely know how it feels when you genuinely surrender to God. I know you might identify as Christian by going to church. You listen to the Word of God and you know the Scripture. But do you really study the Word of God? And even if you know the Scriptures of Bible, do you really understand the Bible? I feel different knowing something, and it's also different when you understand them. For knowledge without understanding is just foolishness by default. I rather read to understand than reading, just for knowledge reasons. When you understand God, you'd know who He is based on your own information acquired just by acknowledging His words and seeking His face. But if you only know that God is the creator of heaven and earth, you're also right. But who is God to you? Who is Jesus to you? Do you think He's strong enough to be your protect you? So you know Him as your protector? Or do you just think He created heaven and earth? So it ends there. Tell me, who is Jesus to you? There's nothing long-lasting that the world can give. There's nothing so fulfilling and peaceful other than Jesus. I want you to decide today whom to serve. Because believe me when I say time is almost up and the end is near, closer than you think. My name is Bazzy Francis and I'm sending you love and light.